This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries. I want to make sure that we get this conference started off right. And so I really felt that God put it on my heart to take just a few minutes before we go any further. And I want to talk to all of you for just a minute about unforgiveness. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we can already understand why we need to talk about that, right? But in all seriousness, I want you to listen. Do you know that we give Satan more ground in our lives through unforgiveness than through any other thing? The Bible says that our prayers won't be answered if we pray with unforgiveness in our hearts. And I've done this long time, and I know that there are people here today, you're sweet, you love God, you took your time, you paid your money, you're here at the conference, but you have unforgiveness in your heart. And it's time to let it go. Not just the one thing you might be mad about now, but get a revelation this weekend of what damage you're doing to yourself. If you're mad at somebody, it's not hurting them. We have to, it's, you're not hurting them. <laughs> Sometimes you're mad at somebody that's out having a good time and couldn't care less that you're mad. (laughs) Or they don't even know you're mad. Or for that matter, they maybe don't even know that they hurt you. What did Jesus say on the cross? Father, forgive them. In the midst of all that suffering, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. See, to be honest, when people start messing with God's kids, He doesn't take to that real well. And he says that he'll be our vindicator, but not unless you stop trying to vindicate yourself. Amen. And I love this one. He says that he will give us a double reward for our farmer trouble, but not if we're trying to get people back. And even just shutting somebody out of your life is trying to get them back. And I couldn't be any more serious right now when I tell you that this needs to be a place where you stop living by how you feel and you start doing this very important thing that God has instructed us to do. We are to forgive even as God in Christ has forgiven us. We're to do it quickly. The quicker you forgive somebody after they hurt you, the easier it is to do. If you let it get deep roots, then it's hard to get those things pulled out. And I know you're gonna say, well, I can't help how I feel. Well, 
to be honest, in some cases, that's true. You can't help how you feel, but you can help what you do. Now, I want you to listen. What does the Bible tell us to do? Pray for your enemies. Pray for those who have abused you and misused you. Bless and do not curse them. And to bless means to speak well of. Doesn't it just aggravate you when somebody has really hurt you or taken advantage of you and you hear somebody else talking about what a great person they are? <laughs> Is it just not really hard to say, well, there's a few things you don't know? Amen. And pray for your enemies. Who wants to do that? God, I pray you'll get them back. No. That's not how we pray. We pray for them to be blessed. And you're like, I don't want them to be blessed. <laughs> but you know, when we pray for people to be blessed, that have hurt us, one of the first things that God will bless them with is some revelation on what they've done. To be honest, a lot of people that you're mad at don't even know they hurt you. Stephen, when he was being stoned, Father, forgive them. They knew how important it was. <laughs> I probably couldn't talk to you about anything that would be any more important for your life than what I'm talking to you about right now. Offended, love is not easily offended. Love covers offenses, forgives quickly. God really left us with one job, love him and love people. And to be honest, if we focus on those two things, all the rest will fall in place. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor even as you love yourself. Now, God answers prayers. You know that, right? We all know that. But I have to just read this. I'm sure you know it. You probably got it underlined in your Bible. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Well, isn't that great news? We can get really excited about there until we read the rest of it. <laughs> Sometimes we like to just pull out the parts we like and, you know. And, <laughs> still talking about the same subject, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. The Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those. I mean, do we really want God to forgive us the way we forgive other people? See, this is a lot more serious than most people want to take it. 
And I've been teaching the Word a long time, and I have yet to ever teach a message on strife, offense, unforgiveness, and at the end, ask how many people need to forgive somebody. I have never had less than 70% of the entire room raise their hand. Now, this is why we have problems in the body of Christ. This is why the power is not what it should be or what we read about in here. And this is why we're not impressing the world very much. But you don't know what so-and-so did to me. You have to stop justifying your anger. Because as long as we justify what we're doing, we're making an excuse to just keep on doing it. So here's what'll happen. If you decide today that you're gonna forgive whoever for whatever, sometimes you need to forgive yourself. You're still mad at yourself. And if you're mad at yourself, you're gonna be mad at everybody else. Some people need to forgive God. They got disappointed by God. Things didn't turn out the way that they wanted them to. Or maybe your life has seemed really unfair. You may need to forgive somebody for something from long, long, long time ago, and it may be something that happened as you came in the building. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a little concerning. You make a decision, here's how you do it. You make a decision, you tell God you know you can't do it without Him. And as you begin to pray for whoever it was that hurt you, you keep it up, day after day you pray for them. It is impossible to stay mad at somebody that you're praying for. It just don't work. So if you'll pray for them, bless them, don't talk unkindly about them to other people. <laughs> Too bad you don't get to tell somebody what they did to you. <laughs> and then lastly, if there's somebody that is in need or you hear that they're having a problem, Do something really radical and go meet that need. And when you do that, you break the enemy's power over your own life. Because Romans 12, 21 says we overcome evil with good. You never overcome evil with evil, but only with good. How many of you need to forgive somebody? Okay, well see, we gotta handle this because, I mean, you're pretty much wasting your time sitting here all weekend if you're gonna sit here mad. I mean, I might as well just tell you the truth. It's like, it's just, I mean, we may say a lot of wonderful things and you may clap and cheer and enjoy the music, but nothing's gonna change in your personal life until you get that junk out of your heart.
Paul told the Corinthians, we forgive to keep Satan from getting an advantage over us. So we're talking here this weekend about how to fight the devil and how to let God help you win your battles. And we've got to take care of this first. So we're going to pray right now. Father, I pray that your grace would be abundant at this moment in this conference to give people a desire to forgive, give them the grace to forgive, and help them understand how very important it is to their lives. I pray that people that are angry at someone would just do what you say, let it go. Just let it go. Drop it, leave it, let it go, and walk out of here without it. Father, help us get really, really good at forgiving. To do it while we're still in the process of getting hurt. To decide... I'm forgiving you for this. Thank you for giving us the grace to pray for our enemies, to bless them and not to curse them, and to even be good to them when opportunity presents itself. And everybody who's going to do it and is in agreement said, Amen. Amen. 20 years at a company and this is the thanks I get. I know what it feels like to be hurt. I also know how hard it can be to let go of the anger that you feel. You can do yourself a favor and forgive. Do yourself a favor, forgive is available today. To order yours, simply use the information on your screen or you can visit us online at JoyceMeyer.org. We now join Joyce in Houston, Texas as she teaches on the importance of staying spiritually strong and reminds us that with God, we'll make it through any difficulty we face. Here's Joyce. All right, Proverbs 18, 14. Great scripture. The strong spirit of a man will sustain him in bodily pain and trouble. But a weak and a broken spirit, who can raise it up or who can bear it. If we stay strong spiritually, then really no matter what comes against us, we will make it through. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. That doesn't mean there's going to be no pain involved. But truly, truly, we can do all things through Christ, who is our strength. Yes, you can make it through whatever you're going through right now. And you know what? You can get so strong in spirit that you can be going through really, really difficult things. And while you are, you're still reaching out and helping other people and they don't even know what you're going through. Did you hear me? We don't have to be the kind of people that every time we have a problem, we fall apart. We can be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. But it's going to take some maintenance, some regular doing of what we should be doing, not just waiting until all of a sudden we feel like we're falling apart and quick, quick trying to get to where we need to be. 
Ephesians chapter 6 is a chapter in the Bible about how to defeat the devil. And we all love those kinds of messages. Everybody likes to think that they've got the power and they can defeat the enemy. And in Ephesians 6, 11 through 18, it teaches us about putting on the full armor of God and putting on peace and, you know, all the different facets of armor that we can put on, which causes us to be victorious against the enemy. But verse 10 is one that we might not pay as much attention to as we should, and that precedes all the others, and it simply says, be strong in the Lord. Be strong to your union or your oneness or your fellowship with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. So the first thing to realize today before we go even further is whatever strength you hope to have in life, it's got to be in God. He is our strength. He doesn't just give us strength. He is our strength. And the minute that you have any sign of difficulty, even before you have difficulty, every day, pray early. God, give me the strength today to deal with whatever I need to deal with because I believe that I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. And I like what the Amplified Bible says about that scripture. It says, I'm ready for anything. I'm equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. Let's be the kind of people that are ready for anything. We don't even know what it is yet, but we're ready for whatever comes our way. And we already know we're going to have the victory before we ever have the problem. What does it mean to be more than a conqueror? I believe that's what it means. That you are so convinced in spirit of who you are in Christ that you already know you're going to win the battle before the battle ever even comes your way. See, not one of us in this building today knows exactly what our future holds. We don't know what's going to happen this afternoon, tonight, tomorrow. We trust God. But we don't know. We don't know what we may be called upon to endure or to go through. And we need to be strong-minded. We need to be strong mentally. We need to be strong in God. We need, to be, we need to stay strong in spirit. Because the world needs to see a body of people that are stable. That are not just up and down and all over the place depending on what their circumstances are. They need to see a smile on our face when we've got the same kind of problems that they have. God doesn't guarantee us. Faith in God, relationship with God doesn't guarantee us that we're not going to have problems. It doesn't mean that we're not going to deal with some of the same things that other people deal with. But it does mean that there is a place in Him. Paul said it was his determined purpose to know Him and the power of His resurrection that lifted Him out from among the dead, even while he was in the body. He didn't say, I'm believing to never have a problem. He said, I'm believing that when I have problems, I can rise above it. You know, the apostle Paul went through a lot of things and the whole time he did, he still ministered to other people. Amen. David went through a time, which if we think about this for a minute, it's found in 1 Samuel chapter 30. I'm not gonna turn there, I'll just tell you the story, but. David and his men, I guess, had been off to some kind of battle, and they came home to Ziklag, 
And you know, when you've already been in a battle and you come home, you don't want to come home to some big disappointment. I mean, even at the end of a day's work, you don't want to come home to some big disappointment. You want to come home and rest and relax. So they'd been fighting a battle and they came home and they found out that their enemies, the Amalekites, had raided their city and burned the whole thing with fire and had taken the women and the children captive. And David even found out that his own wife had been taken captive. And so not only did they have this disappointment to deal with, the loss of their family, the loss of their city, but now all the men turned against David. They blamed him because their families had been killed. And I love what the Bible says in verse six. Just think about what David was going through at this point. And it says, and David was greatly distressed for the men spoke of stoning him because the souls of them all were bitterly grieved, each man for his sons and his daughters. And David, what did David do? David encouraged and strengthened himself in the Lord his God. The minute that we have problems, we don't need to go to the phone, we need to go to the throne. Whatever you need to do, whatever you're facing right now, and some of you are going through some really difficult things. Whatever it is that you're facing right now, I want to tell you, you can do it. You have got what it takes. Come on, you have got what it takes. I said you can do it. You have got what it takes. Come on, we got to get rid of this weak, wimpy, pitiful, pathetic, it's too much for me kind of attitude. God is on your side. You are more than a conqueror. You are a warrior. You have authority over the enemy. And I'm telling you that you can do whatever you need to do through Christ who is your strength. The moment and I have to practice this. The moment that you hear any kind of, I can't. <laughs> the mind is the battlefield. Satan puts thoughts in our mind. And if he can get us to believe them, then we're already on our way out. I, I can't. The minute you hear that, you need to open your mouth and say, I can do whatever I need to do through Christ who is my strength. You know, there's something that nobody can do for you but you. And that's refuse to give up. God can't do that for you. Your pastor can't do that for you. Your friends can't do that for you. Only you can find that place in you that says, I'm not quitting and I'm not giving up. I don't care how many times I have to keep doing what's right until I get a result, I am not going to stop doing what's right. I say sometimes you may have to treat somebody right for a long time that's not treating you right before you see a change in them. But don't give up. 
Don't we all love Isaiah 40, 29 through 31? He gives power to the faint and the weary. And to him who has no might, he increases his strength, causing it to multiply and making it to abound. Even young men shall faint and be weary. And selected young men shall feebly stumble and fall exhausted. But they that wait upon the Lord. <laughs> See, you love that scripture. What are you doing here today? You've taken time out of your weekend to come and wait on the Lord. You're just, you being here is saying, God, I need you. I don't want to face next week without you. I hope you're not here today just to put in your weekly time with God. But you came because you wanted to be strong in spirit. You wanted to hear the word. You wanted to be in this corporate fellowship. I don't know if you have any idea how blessed you are just to be able to come to a place like this and just sit here. Just sit here. I told some of the people with me this morning, you know, being able to come and just sit in a church service like I did this morning is something I don't get to do very often because usually I'm not just doing the teaching, I'm running the whole service. And so it's a different kind of a situation when you're doing that because you're, you're thinking, you're praying, you're, you're preparing, you're planning. And I so enjoyed just being here this morning. See, you don't, you don't realize maybe how blessed you are. It doesn't matter whether you think you got a word from God or not. Just be blessed to just be here and just soak up God's anointing and soak up his presence. You know why? It's making you strong for the things that are ahead. You never waste your time in the house of God. You never waste your time when you hear the word. We pray you've been encouraged by today's message. Do you ever find yourself asking, who am I or why am I here? These are questions we all sometimes struggle with. If you're wrestling with these questions, then we have a special resource, Knowing Who You Are in Christ, that'll help you find the answers through studying God's Word and discovering your true identity in Him. In this multimedia teaching series, you'll also learn how to apply His Word to conquer your challenges and to understand just how valuable you are to Him. When you order this resource, you'll receive four of Joyce's teachings on CD, one teaching on DVD, and a booklet filled with encouraging scriptures. This package is also available to download from our website. Knowing Who You Are in Christ is available to download or to order for your gift to the ministry in any amount. Connect with us today. Visit online at JoyceMeyer.org or call 1-800-727-9673. Project Girl focuses on being able to guide, restore, and love women and girls all around the world. And your role here in Africa is huge. It's obviously an area, which pretty much the whole world is now, that yeah. many women and girls are in dif difficult circumstances. So many of our women here in Africa are extremely vulnerable. Uh, in South Africa, for example, you're more likely to be raped and to graduate from high school. Oh my goodness. There's about a 40% chance wow. being a woman in South Africa that you will be raped. And, and this is such a passion for Joyce because she's been there. 
you know, she's experienced that type of heartache. So being able to have some of the initiatives that we have, the, the classrooms of hope, the feeding programs, the water initiatives, and especially human trafficking rescue are really making a difference in their lives. Uh, we're seeing women that were um, sent away all day to collect water. Through our programs, we're able to remove that burden from the child and see that child get into school, yeah. placed in environments of hope, safe spaces yeah. uh, where they don't have to worry about those kinds of things. Yeah. It really, is, it, it's overwhelming for me how strategic God can be uh, in His master plan. It's a huge privilege to be part of. An absolute privilege, every day. Overwhelming privilege. We hope you enjoyed today's program. For more information, visit JoyceMeyer.org. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries.